This will be Dixon Jane's podcast number 908, I believe. It is, uh, what is it, a Wednesday or Thursday? Not sure. Hang on. Oh, it's Wednesday, August 17th, just after 2 in the p.m. And I am sitting on uh, one of my favorite benches at Bluffers Park down by the water. It's hot. But uh, just before I turned on this recorder, you could hear the uh, the distant clap of thunder. They've promised storms, and uh, the timing is okay because my son Daniel, our son Daniel, has just finished at least the first coat of uh, staining the deck. And uh, if you've listened to this podcast, you've probably heard mention of that before, a job that should have been done in the spring. He reminded me yesterday, uh, and then we had that heat spell, and that never seemed to be the time. And then I was going away every weekend, and finally this period came up, and I said, okay, it's now. And uh, all I did was go and buy the stuff that was needed, and he has done all the work getting up early. Usually he arises or wakes up sometime. well, gets up. Well, he always gets up in the middle of the night, and then again maybe 4, and four or 5 in the afternoon, but he's been up at 8 the past couple of days and uh, straight on to the job. And boy, is that ever good to have a son who can do the work for you and you're just not capable. Like, I, I could do some of the rolling, but all the bending over to pour the paint, all that. But, you know, I could just envision disaster. So, uh, anyway, it looks great. And uh, there we are. So, there's your uh, your quick update. Um, the it's There's always a little bit of a... A sadness after the gatherings, like PodCamp Toronto, or in this case, uh, or PAB, in this case, MMPR in uh, Hamilton. When you've had that closeness, suddenly we're all together again, and it's it's fun, and it's exciting, and we're bouncing off each other's energy. We're giving energy, taking energy, sharing energy, uh, and of course, a lot of laughter. And uh, it's just a great thing. It's exhilarating. You feel refreshed, energized, and then you come back and you sort of, there's the pictures to post and the podcast, and you share that, and uh, I find anyway, I'm always looking for more. Will there be another picture, another memory coming back? Um, I posted a lot of pictures. If you're a friend of mine on Facebook, you will see the whole section, and what I do, uh, a lot of people just post every picture they take. I, I don't. I take a lot of pictures, and then I decide which ones are good. And then if necessary, I crop them. I take out something. You don't want too many distracting background features that draw your eye. You know, oh, there's some light coming in that window. Well, if you can crop out that edge, you know, and just frame it properly. So I do a lot of cropping of my photos. And when you're taking them in, you know, high enough format, digital format, uh, it doesn't matter. You know, it still looks good. So that's what I do, and I got a lot of fan support for all the pictures I posted, which is nice. You know, it's another way of contributing. Um, I am a little embarrassed about the um, attempt we made at uh, doing a gapage. I, I, at first, I didn't want to do one at all, and then I went to Brent and said, well, you make the call. And Brent said, yeah, I, th- I think we should. And um, by then, you know... I don't know if I've already confessed this, but the the cookie had kicked cooked in kicked in full, and I just I just took over, and and I know it's not very polite. Uh, Brent was laughing. Brent said, "No, go for it, go for it." So if you hear that, it was only it was less than ten minutes. It was a nine minute episode, so not too much harm done. Um, but it was kind of crazy, and I I got I just got you know how so many thoughts come in your head. I'm talking about Lachine, I'm talking about Dolores, 
right ran off of the gold miner i'm 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 never getting to the end of the story what was the point of the story you know and i never quite get there until much later on i realized now if it was a podcast i was on my own i always circle back i always get back to where did we start but in this case by that point it was such a shambles i just we just agreed to shut it down so anyway no real harm done uh, but uh, just, it was absolutely a wonderful gathering and uh, great, great fun. Um, I had another uh, pleasant surprise. Well, it wasn't a surprise. I was expecting it. But uh, I had, had an email from my cousin out in Vancouver. I referred to him as Cousin Zeke as opposed no, Cousin Abe, as opposed to Cousin Zeke in uh, Russell, Ontario. And... Uh, both very bright, much brighter than me, better ed- educated than me, both of them. I'm sort of the dummy in the middle, but I am somewhere in the middle, and I can bridge the gap between both of them. Oh, but uh, anyway, that's another tangent we don't need to get into. Um, Cousin Abe said, hey, I found a bunch of your old letters. He was cleaning up. He's at my age now, and... Uh, sorting things out so they're not leaving too much behind for their their children and grandchildren uh, that people wouldn't want or wouldn't know what to do with. So anyway, he found his stash of letters, and he found the ones I had sent to him. And I didn't realize I had written that much to him. So he sent them along at my request, and uh, I'm holding two in my hand right now. And I'm going to... Um, I'm going to read them to you. I just picked out two very short ones. The wonder of these things... Number one, you write a different letter to different people. You know, a lot of people wouldn't get that. No, you write a letter is a letter. No, 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 no. My kind of letter is an exchange, you know, for in return for one you've got from them. Or you you start this style of communication, just the way you, you have different conversations with different friends. Uh, so it is with letter writing. The style, the the flavor, the the words you choose, what you choose to express or not express, is very much dependent on who is the receiver, and um, so I, I I was surprised to find out over the years how many letters we had exchanged, and uh, I was glad to relive some of the things. Uh, the only odd thing about it was I never wrote to him from Nigeria, and that seems very odd because I mo- many of the letters are from my time in Japan. Um, one that I was just looking at was the leading up to uh, our marriage and all that happened during that time. So there's there's a a detailed history, you know, and, and several letters written sequentially of exactly what was going on in uh, 1980, 85, 86, 87 when I first arrived in Japan and um, met Naoko and wanted to get married, but there were a few um, roadblocks along the way. So anyway, that's detailed, and I, and I think it's something I kind of want my sons to know down the road. I don't know if my wife wants to share any of that, but um, I'm the record keeper, and I think I'll leave it for my sons to decide. Uh, but meanwhile, I'm going to share a couple with you. So here is one. It's actually... The back of a postcard. Oh, it's that famous cathedral in uh, Barcelona. I forget the name of it. Uh, oh, yeah. La Sagrada Familia. So the, the huge church that never got finished. And it is dated um, May 21st, 1987, in brackets, we think. May 21st, 1987. Nauco and I are in Barcelona. Sitting on the balcony of our pension, overlooking Plaza Real, watching the live theater below. Punks, drunks, and spectators. Quite lovely and cheap. A three-course meal, plus wine, in the Gothic quarters for about $3 US each. Plus the joy of people watching. Now enjoying Spanish champagne and snacks in the fresh evening air. Debating whose turn it is to go out onto Las Ramblas and buy the next spicy falafels. And we've hardly begun our holiday. And then it stops there. Now a different pen, different color of ink. Pensacola. 
sitting at a table outdoors in this historic touristic village on a rock, finishing wine and coffee. Tour of the castle where Pope Luna lived 550 years ago. Nice view of the sea and walls of high-rises. Another night here and perhaps hitchhike to Valencia on our way to Granada. Four weeks ago today, we left Yokohama, heading through Siberia. Perhaps the most memorable part of our trip, but four weeks yet to go. Hope to be in BC in early July for camping. Must shop in London for tickets. Sorry, I always write too much on a postcard. Perhaps I should have a stamp made that says, Hi, having a fine holiday, Ken and Naoko. So that that was just a, just the back of a postcard that saved. But those details, oh yeah, because I like immediately I see it. I don't know what you see in your mind, and this gets back to pictures in our mind. But I know the room we were in, in that pension, and I know the scene I was looking at. We had a balcony, and we could just open the doors and look out, stand there and look out over. The scene below, the benches and, and the lowlifes hanging around the streets of Barcelona. We hooked up with a um, uh, a Dutch couple who were just scraping by a living and, and, and just, they had no money. She would do sketches and try to sell them at night to tourists so they'd have a little pocket money for the next meal. And of course, they're the ones who took us around to show us where you can eat cheap in the uh, the Gothic quarters. So uh, lots of memories from that, and just happy to uh, to have that little piece of the past. So I'm going to give you another one. Um, so be forewarned if you're not interested. Well, too fucking bad. Um, this is on a piece of yellow paper, uh, decent handwriting at this point, and uh, it's dated exactly. 10 years earlier. This is May 17th, 1977. Last one was May 21st, 1987. 10 years earlier in my life. I've got uh, an address, return address, number 1504-1160 Harrow Street, Vancouver, BC, and in brackets it says, good for the summer. Dear Mike and Rosanna, I usually call her Zanny on others now, but Mike and Rosanna, just received your letter this morning and thought I'd say... Hello right away to lessen the communication gap. Feels more like we're talking this way. Except for your health setbacks, your trip sounds wonderful. Makes me wish I was doing the same. Now, I'm guessing they were in Europe at that time, because they are also travelers. That is my cousin, Mike. Sorry. You know him as Abe. Hang on. Um... Right now, I'm having to settle for a pint in the Dover Arms, a pub much like the real thing, dartboards, weekend piano player, and rooms full of Englishmen, Scotsmen, Kiwis, Aussies, etc. Some of the accents seem a bit too exaggerated to be real, but it's not a bad place and a nice change from beer parlors. BC still has the most backward liquor laws in Canada. It's another grey Vancouver afternoon. As usual, I'm out of work and making excuses for not looking for a job. Arrived here from Mexico mid-March and have been staying with various old friends since then. Of course, I'm single at this point. It was great getting back, but now I'm beginning to get a bit restless. feel like I should be doing something. Trip to Mexico was great. Best holiday I've ever had. Loved Mexico and the Mexicans. It's unfortunate that the most outstanding news was being robbed as I was upset for about an hour, and that was the end of it, as there was nothing I could do to change the situation. Now, I'm just I'm inserting uh, out loud here from the present. That was the loss of my Leica M3. Uh, I'm sorry, M2 with a 35mm, 50mm, and 90mm lens, worth a fortune. Uh, Stolen, I shrugged my shoulders, we carried on, we had a great time afterwards. Okay, back to the letter, sorry. Um, 
Highlight was visiting the Mayan ruins. Palenque was the most beautiful site I've ever seen. Ancient temples set in a tropical forest. Added to that is the fact that hongos, or hallucinatory mushrooms, grow in the cow fields nearby. So after picking some in the early morning dew, we'd spent all day in the hot sunshine, tripping amongst the ruins of an ancient holy city. Eight hours of that was enough to justify my lifestyle up to that point, i.e. it felt great. Also enjoyed the food, the native markets, the Indian clothes, the beer, the sea, the palm trees, and so on. Spent a few weeks on the Caribbean Sea, parked under a native hut, swinging in our hammocks, body surfing in the waves, cooking over a campfire, doing nothing and loving it. Came back by way of Las Vegas and stayed up all night playing the slot machines, hypnotized by the chrome, silver, lights, mirrors, the sound and the feel of money pouring out of the slots. It took over, but I was lucky enough to break even. Drove through Death Valley, eerie and beautiful. And then San Francisco. Side two. Fun as always. Resumed a few old friendships in my favorite bars. Stayed again in Chinatown. But now here I am. That's all in the past. And there's this summer to live through. Barbara, that would be my sister, is hopefully coming out in late July. A break she really needs. They div- they're divorced now, so she's looking after the three kids, the house, and working. Bruce is living with another woman, also recently divorced, and that's that. I was upset as I loved all of them, still do of course, but sometimes things just work out that way. It may be for the best in the end, but meanwhile, it's not easy, especially on Barbara. The kids are fine and see Bruce often. Bruce is doing what he feels is right, and that's what a person has to do. And now Barbara is working on making the best of things and will come out well eventually, I'm sure. Better than years of unhappiness together. Enough writing now. Think I'll go watch some darts and continue later. May 26th. Nothing's changed, still putting off real job hunting. Been on a couple of binges with a friend from the Yukon and another who just graduated in surveying. Ate a few times at the only seafoods on Hastings East. Halibut cheeks, clam chowder, and fresh crab, a real treat. Yet another grey overcast day, but that's Vancouver. Saw Rocky and enjoyed it, but really loved Woody Allen's latest, Annie Hall. I think his best picture. See any movies? I guess you've seen a few plays. I remember seeing Hair for five shillings, then 60 cents in England. Your apartment in Spain sounds wonderful. Sounded wonderful. Well, that's funny. Sorry, I'm interjecting again. They're in Spain, and the one I just read ten years later was me writing from Spain. Okay, back to the letter. And I'm envious of you having London and the art galleries at your disposal. Spend any time in Paris? I love the cafes and all those European museums. Still, you can only take so much at a time. I remember giving just casual glances to masterpieces in the Louvre after having seen so many. Well, take care, good health, write if you can, love can. So there you are, another piece of my life. Those ten years, what a change from that guy not working... Uh, just drifting, coming back from a holiday in Mexico, living in Vancouver, not sure what to do. Ten years later, I'm married. I've got a good job, or left a good job, traveling across Europe with my wife uh, on my way for her to meet my family for the first time. Yeah. So that's it. That's almost uh, 20 minutes. Scarborough dude needed to share that with you, needed to... Put myself back here and uh, reawaken the past and uh, felt the need to share it. I guess, you know, in truth, is really sharing it with myself, whether you're listening or paying attention or had any images or or whatever, doesn't much matter. But it's uh, it certainly brought a lot of my life back to me. And uh, I'm grateful to have this record. And uh Sorry for people whose only memories are going to be things 
somewhere on the internet. You know? Scarborough Dude signing off from Bluffers Park. I, uh, I think I, I don't know, I feel I have to do something else with this day, so, uh, stay tuned. Bye for now. Ding dong. Just a mile west of the water tank on a cold November day In a cold and lonesome boxcar, thine hobo lay His pal sat there before him with a low and a drooping head Listening to the last words his dying buddy said Goodbye, old partner hobo, I hate to say goodbye But I hear my train a-coming and I know she's a-getting nigh Gonna tell that old conductor just where I want to stop Where the little stream whiskey comes flowing down the rock We've rode the rods together, we've rambled all around In every kind of weather, we've slept out on the ground Oh, partner, don't you miss that train that always makes a stop Where the little stream of whiskey comes flowing down the rock Would you tell my girl in Danville that you need not to worry at all I'm a-going to that country where I won't have to work at all No, we'll not have to work there, nor ever change my socks And the little stream of whiskey comes flowing down the rock To that better place where everything is right Where the handouts grow on bushes and they sleep out every night I won't have to wash my overhauls nor even change my socks And the little stream of whiskey comes tunneling down the rock Chick, chick, chick Wiser podcasters than I would first plan out what they want to say. I don't do too much of that, as you can hear, but uh, here I am anyway. It is Thursday, the 18th of August, just afternoon, and I am sitting at um, Thompson Park. So two days in a row, out with a medium McCafe iced coffee, sitting in parks, and feeling good about it. I've got a perfect bench in the shade with a nice light breeze. And uh, it just feels good. And I really do like the uh, these McDonald's iced coffees. And it's such a deal for the summer. Online, it's a buck any size. I didn't have my online set up in time. And was already in the lineup, so I had to pay a dollar thirty. But uh, I can live with that. For the medium. Anyway, um, I got stuff to share. I'm, uh, I shouldn't be looking at my social media while I'm doing this, but MMD just posted something. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I just advised him, if at all possible, be there for the birth of his child, which he announced at um, our conference in Hamilton last weekend that uh, there's a child on the way. And uh, we had a talk about that, shared some thoughts. And uh, I wish them both well. I'm going to maybe turn to a letter uh, in a bit. Maybe I could do that now. No, I'll just just get something out of the way. I woke up to um, a message today. Uh, actually, an email uh, reportedly from Greta Vosper, the former minister of West Hill United Church, uh, asking if she could, uh, if I could do a favor. Started like I can't remember what it was, but she couldn't reply. Now she's going to get back in touch with me. She was off to a meeting and w- couldn't couldn't talk right now. And right away, those are signs. The other thing was she signed it Pastor Greta Vosper. I've never known Greta to sign herself off as Pastor. I only knew her as Greta. And so right away, the suspicion is up. But I thought, you know, and I was trying to think, what could it possibly be? Her husband and I used to be friends. Is there something there? I don't know. So. 
Gave the benefit of the doubt, replied back, gave a phone number, and said, sure, anything. Uh, and then, of course, the message came. I can't get out of the meeting right now, but I need a favor. I promised something today. And, of course, sure enough, it's $600 in <laughs> Walmart gift cards. And uh, that was that. But I did post a notice because it looked like it was from her. It was a, a Gmail account, her name. But it might have been a new Gmail or she got hacked. I don't know which. But anyway, I posted it on her Facebook and alerted the church because the church is full of seniors who would do anything Greta asked for. Um, and the fact that I almost, well, I didn't, I mean, I knew it was suspicious, but still. Anyway, that was not just not pleasant. It's just bloody awful that fucking people do that kind of shit, you know? Anyway, I mean, I guess it works often enough to keep them doing it. So, yeah, I had something else in notes to share. Let me just check my notes here. No, no not there. 908, this is episode 908. Love Forever Changes. Uh, they kindly re-released the episode that I did when we were doing the Top 100 with uh, Jason from Ohio, Big Jason. And um, I was kind of embarrassed because I don't know anything about music, but I listened back and I thought I I handled it pretty well. They were very pleased. Oliver was too. And, and so I, I kind of gushed with the uh, positive feedback I got for that episode. Uh, I felt really good about it and how much I loved uh, that album. The thing is, just hearing a little bit of it in the background, I'll ask Jason, well, can you turn it up just for this song? And it still gets me. It's never faded a bit. Like, I'll just hear those horns, I'll hear an intro, I'll hear his voice. Uh, this is the band Love album, Forever Changes. And I just, man, I feel it right through my body. It tingles on the spine for sure. So that, there's still magic there. It's incredible. Uh, Drew Talbert, uh, you know him. He does the um, the characters in, uh, is it Buddies, the bar, Bistro? And he plays these different roles. I know his wife is in the background directing, and and, uh, and he has, the characters are just so well done. It's amazing, this talent. I don't know how, I hope he's getting some money out of this from all the uh, the views but my God, is he good at, at building the different characters from the chefs down to the diff, to the manager to the different waiters. Uh, and my favorite, um, God, I've forgotten her name already. Um, the woman, was it, is it Denise? I don't know. Anyway, it's brilliant, brilliant stuff. And, and I just, it makes me happy when you have people like that. Living on the planet, at the same time as you have people who want to kill Salman Rushdie. Like, how... how Something doesn't fit in this world. You have creative, artistic, bright, funny, intelligent, good people. And you have stupid, ignorant, primitive fucking apes who believe in these fucking goddamn holy books who want to go out and kill people because they've, they've dissed the prophet. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you stupid fucking apes. Sorry, I didn't mean to insult the apes, but you know what I mean. I don't like going there, but it's just, it's just, fortunately, Salman Rushdie is going to live, and uh, I hope he's just not in too much pain, and, and that he does not lose an eye and uh, use of his arm, but we'll, we'll see what happens. But anyway, he's alive, and my God, now he's got to go into hiding again because of some stupid, anyway, 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 let it go, let it go. Uh, census titles. 12% of the Canadian population, 12%, that's about 4.6 million people, have neither French or English as a first language. That's interesting. That's the nature of Canada. Uh, the number of French speakers is actually going down percentage-wise, uh, but that's as the population changes. Uh, the three languages that are neither that are at the top when it's neither French nor English as a first language are, of course, I bet you could guess these. Mandarin, Cantonese, Punjabi. There you go. And with French in decline. All right, that's all I have for notes. Um, I'm still reading and enjoying uh, the Corvette Navy and, and just the the bravery and the hardships of these seafaring men who um, 
you know, tried to help England survive the war by sending these, you know, ship these convoys over with needed supplies. And, of course, there was going to be a percentage every time that was shunk, sunk by German submarines and some very close to Canadian shores. And uh, just a nasty way to go in the cold Atlantic, in the dark night, being blown up and set on fire. My God, these people. Um, I have another letter, and... I'm thinking I will read it out loud. I wasn't going to. I've been trying to think, how can I monetize these letters? Well, of course, I wrote two books. I knew enough not to mention that at PAB or at um, MMPR um, uh, because you know, there may be some that, I, that people... I don't think there are that many people who are interested. I think I would have known by now. Sorry, there's a wind. Oh, my God. Um, that this was not the time to try and flog books. Uh, but I do have extras, and I was hoping I'd uh, someday, somehow, I don't know how I'm going to do it, um, get rid of a few more. I know I have to have maybe a rock basement sale might attract, but that doesn't seem fair to the people who paid full price. Anyway, I have another letter. I've read two, so I'm going to read this one more because it's from a different time altogether. And this one is, is partly... Uh, to MMD. It's dated April 2nd, 1990. So this is just four months, not quite four months after the birth of my son. So we're back in Japan. The first letter was from Spain. The letter after that was from, uh, was it from Ottawa? I thought I was going to read one from Ottawa. God. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, this one is from Kawasaki. Uh, Dear Mike and Zanny, well, I had really wanted to send you a video, but that could take a while. And meanwhile, you're probably wondering if the boxes arrived. Yes, they did. Both of them, thank you so much. I'm thrilled with the seat and mobile. Oh, they sent things for my son, our son. And the clothes and shoes will get good use. Oh, how kind of my cousin to send me these things. The mobile is attached to his crib, but he doesn't get put in that until next month. He can be propped up in the seat, but that will get better once he can hold his head up well. So again, less than four months, right? Really appreciate that. He's well off for clothes. Other friends sent some also from a bazaar. But what we don't use will eventually be passed on to someone in need. They may be in Japan a while. Uh, We've got some from a Japanese friend who got them from a German friend. All right. Nalco is not involved with any support groups and chooses to be independent, but found a good baby clinic nearby and talks often with my boss's wife, who also has a boy a month older, and her mother. Um, I bought an old copy of Dr. Spock and have decided that Kenji has, is colic and maybe hypertonic, hypertonic, is that right? But nothing serious and hope he grows out of this. Uh, he does get indigestive pains and lets out quite a wail and spits up often, but has steadily gained weight, five and a half kilos at two months, and seems very healthy. I just wish he'd smile a little more often. Sorry, Kenji. As I said, a little more like Christopher than Jesse. Those are my cousin's children. So looking forward to the children meeting in years to come. In fact, anxious for him to grow up so we can do things together. But Naoko reminds me that will happen soon enough. And he'll be wanting to be independent before we know it. This is my son who's been living in Vancouver for the past 10 years. <laughs> so, Naoko's well, but tired these days. So many interruptions. Kenji's fine and seems to love going out. Always sleeps in his snuggly. We're able to get out to restaurants if we want, and for walks on weekends. As for Ken, that's me, 
He spent an hour or so trying to explain to Naoko why he has been so uptight lately. Uh oh. And can't come up with a good explanation. It seems a to touch on a lot of things, maybe tiredness, definitely the frustration of getting on overcrowded trains every day. Remember, I'm living in Kawasaki, working in Tokyo. The lack of friends and family, the constant awareness of being an outsider, gaijin, etc. I like my job, although maybe take it too seriously. I just don't seem to laugh or even smile much these days. Oh, that's not good. This is 1990. Okay, so that's 10, 32 years ago.、Um, is it being middle aged? Is it the new responsibilities of parenthood? I don't think so. Is it the thought of being here for four and a half more years?、Um, gosh, we weren't there that long. The lack of free time? No car? Yes, I miss that freedom. But of course, I feel wrong to complain, and I simply must adapt, as Naoko did in Canada. Must get on with the language study once we move, the fall. Tomorrow, I go with the company to Hakone Resort area for an overnight annual meeting. Not too exciting, but I'll make the best of it. And I'm very busy preparing for our new school year. Hired two new Canadian teachers, a married couple from Victoria. Won't get back to Canada till August 1991, but maybe this summer trip to Sado Island, Niigata, that was where we went on our honeymoon. We need a holiday together. We rent videos on the weekend. We watched all of、um, Twin Peaks on video. Close by, cheap,、uh, are comfortable in our apartment, and overall life is fine here. Ready for visitors anytime, folks. Just realized I might be giving false impressions. Realized tonight that I have been laughing、um, when watching Kenji's facial expressions. That's a good sign, i.e., knowing that the bright part of our stay here will be watching Kenji grow and change. Right now, he's having a bath with his mother. Yes, I do change him and give him bottles and enjoy it. But with working all day, we've settled into traditional roles. I remember late one night in Long Beach, I went there with my cousin,、uh, being very vocal about roles and the birth and other things. I guess I've since told you how happy I was to be with Naoko for the birth and wouldn't have it any other way. Dot, dot, dot.、Um, And、now we've moved on. I'm writing from, from Hakone. A rainy day in Hakone, up in the mountains. A very enjoyable stay. Had a chance to put in my two cents worth at two out of three group meetings. This is with my company, right? Then a good party last evening. Sat at the head table on the floor, of course, and finally got to talk with the man who runs the show. That's the big cheese, my. The person I identify as a drinking partner, who I hadn't seen since arriving back. So we arrived back in '89. I hadn't met him in that time. A typical Japanese feast: ten dishes, lots of beer and sake, and geisha at OJ's, the boss.、Uh, those are his initials. Who is now without a title, as he just elevated himself beyond the former gakuincho. Or president of the school, so he was always getting new titles <laughs> while I was there.、Um, I forget what his latest was after what came after Gakuincho, but that's what we had to learn. That was the title for him, which is president of the school.、Um, I had drunk with him in the past and was pleased to get a tap on the shoulder, telling me to join him in room three hundred one afterwards. I walked into a room. Remember, this is all Japanese company. I'm the only guy, Gene, at this point. I walked into a room full of the top guns, plus geisha, and an old lady, highly respected,、um, on samisan. And after they left, I was, for reasons I'm still trying to fathom, showered with pr- 
praise and promised promotions and a secure future with us. Quite happy now, Ken. So it ended on a nice note. I I mean, that company was everything to me. It, It did change my life. It's the only reason I have a house now or we have a house and are, you know, doing okay, um, you know, anyway, that was, that was good, uh, it was fortuitous, I, my, my eldest son, the same one I'm talking about in that letter, uh, has asked me if, dad, have you ever considered the fact that you might have adult ADHD, and, uh, I have yet to reply, but the answer is yes, I do, and yes, I know, and it is amazing that, Somehow I got through life and managed okay, given um, some limitations or, uh, you know, ways of behavior that just didn't fit in to the normal boxes. All right, I'm going to leave it that note. God, that's uh, almost another 20 minutes gone, but I hope you don't mind me sharing those letters. I'm going to sit for a little longer, finish my McCafe iced coffee, and read a little more about the Corvette Navy. He was just describing all the bases um, where they would end up in, right, across, you know, I mean, across the globe, but basically from Pacific Coast, Pacific side, Esquimalt, and all the way across the Caribbean and uh, to Iceland and uh, uh, Ireland and uh, England, and, of course, focus mainly on St. John. Uh, Newfoundland, St. John's. All right, Scarborough Dude signing off from uh, Thompson Park. Hope you enjoyed all that. Um, Yeah, that's because that's the best I can do. Bye for now. On a wagon bound for market There's a calf with a mournful eye High above him there's a swallow Winging swiftly through the sky How the winds are laughing They laugh with all their might Laugh and laugh the whole day through And half the summer's night Dona 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 Stop complaining, said the farmer, who told you I'm calf to be. Why don't you have wings to fly with, like the swallow so proud and free? How the winds are laughing, they laugh with all their might. Laugh and laugh the whole day through, and have the summer's night. Dona, dona, dona. Calves are easily bound and slaughtered, never knowing the reason why. But whoever treasures freedom, like the swallow has learned to fly. How the winds are laughing, they laugh with all their might. Laugh and laugh the whole day through, and have the summer's
little bit of nostalgia going here. You can hear the sirens too. It's going up my street, Bellamy Road. Well, yeah. Oh, God. We haven't had one of these for a very long time. This would be an Eglinton Go parking lot recording. I used to do them when I'd be coming home too drunk to drive the kilometer back to my house. And I'd convince myself I just sat here and recorded a bit. It was a little high, a little drunk. I'd, I'd be fine. Now, today, I only had two pints. And I guess I finished the last one at least an hour ago. So I'm okay as far as alcohol goes. And Tokes, let's see, I had a few puffs waiting for the bus on the way there to meet John at the Linsmore to hear the, uh, what were they, the Rackets or the Baguettes, uh, this Beatle cover band. Yeah, there goes a number nine. Normally I'd be taking that, you see, but my wife was out, my son was out, so I didn't have a lift to the bus stop. And uh, dear Naoko called me and said, well, what you can do is you can drive your car to the Eglinton Go parking lot. And uh, it'll be there when you get home. So here we are. I'm on my way home, except we're parked. And it's been a good night. I I saw this advertised, the Linsmore, you know, right in the corner of Greenwood, kind of an old dive bar, been around since the 1930s, I think. Uh, it's never been a favorite, but I've certainly got a history with it. But I saw they had a band covering the Beatles, and it was a $10 cover. And I thought, oh, that sounds good. So I mentioned to John, John said, yeah, I'm in for that. So uh, we met at 8. I left, uh, gosh, around midnight, I suppose, John earlier. Uh, they were good. They did They did some great covers, and they, the musicianship was great. The voices, of course, were pretty impossible to, to capture uh, capture the Beatles, but they they did a good job and they and they picked good songs. They really they did they handled it well. So three different sets, I think, and uh, well done, well worth the ten dollars. They came around with a basket for more, but uh, the beer was already eight fifty, and then you know tip it's ten bucks a beer, and then I I didn't realize it was cash only. I wanted to run a tab. No, it's cash only. Machine in the back, ATM. So uh, that's what I had to do. Anyway, whew, the end of the night, just before I'm leaving, a blonde woman comes up to me, you know, long blonde straight hair, wearing a black outfit. At first I thought it was like almost a bathing suit or very short shorts. I, I couldn't figure it out. There's a lot of leg there. Anyway, she came up and threw her arms around me in a, in a nice way and said, you look like you need a hug and gave me, God damn, the biggest fucking hug that I can remember. I mean, hug upon hug upon hug with a couple of kisses thrown in. So you can see, uh, this is, I wasn't wearing a mask. You know, I think we can figure, okay, SARS is over. I mean, SARS, COVID. If a stranger can come up to you, hug you real tight uh, several times. Like, she didn't leave. She said, no, I need another one. And, and then... Uh, kiss you it's, it was it was very nice it was very nice uh just such a surprise and i thought god i guess i must have looked pretty miserable i was sitting by myself by then and um i'm doing a lot of thinking and it was positive thinking but i guess i just looked you know old and lonely i don't know <laughs> that kind of thing happens when you're open to it and on the train coming back i there was only this train was packed but I saw a guy, he was taking up two seats, and I went straight for him, and he piled his clothes up onto him, and he was coming from a wedding. And I engaged him in the conversation the entire way, from Greenwood to Kennedy, uh, plumbing the depths of his feelings about, like, he was very upset about the wedding. It was, uh, you know, a cousin who was 23, and she was 14, 15 years older, and uh, he didn't think it could work, and uh, and the uncles didn't want to hear that from him, <laughs> and... Uh, I got the whole story, and I gave him a lot of advice, and he was it was a very good exchange. And this is one of those things, you know, you decide I could sit there in silence, 
but I'll just open it up. And so first thing is, have you come home from work? No, from a wedding. Bam, got my topic. Here we go. Uh, it was great fun, and he was he appreciated it. I mean, I was on I was on my game again. You know, I can be that way when I'm high if I write it outright, and uh, that, that was a blast. And then, holy fuck, the eighty six bus coming along uh, Eglinton, Jesus, packed. But got off, and here I am in the car, and uh, we're carrying on. So that was the evening. Went to see Beatles band. You might hear a little. Um, I suppose. There were some good conversations with John about serious things. And, well, not serious like life or death things. Serious because they involve my ego, I suppose, you know. I was involved, so yeah, oh, it must be serious. must be important. You know what I mean? So, uh, anyway, there's that. And uh, I probably have a whole bunch of other notes and things that I could talk about, but I don't think we'll do that now. I think I just want to do... Greet you for old time's sake from the parking lot. And I think I'll shut it down and save my real remarks for uh, for another time. You good with that? I'm good with that. Because, uh, yeah, this would, this, would take, this would take quite a while. Good ideas. Thank you, John. Um, and uh, there you go. Scarborough Dude signing out from the Eglinton Go parking lot on my way home. Hope everything goes well. Hope I can get the car into the garage without having to move now, Coles. Bye for now. Ding dong. Okay, this is the next morning. This is Sunday, or actually next afternoon. Uh, Sunday, and I'm out on the deck. It rained during the night, and uh, gosh, I'm so pleased that Daniel stained the deck. It looks good. Um, a few finishing touches, except he uh, uncovered a wasp nest and uh, got chased into the house by a lot of wasps up in his clothes. Ooh, ugly. Anyway... So, still not completely done, but that's just the outside stuff that you can't see. All right. Um, I'm at home alone right now. Daniel's out for the weekend. Nelko came down and said, I think I'm going to drive to Leslieville. 
And I could tell something was on her mind, and she thought there was some kind of a market or something going on. And so what I do, first of all, I Google. Okay, I'll go into uh, you know my map and or whatever browser, Leslieville Market, and I I need to look at okay exactly what is this thing you're going to where you're going to. Not that I want to, that I need to, but it seemed that maybe it would be easier if I drove her, and I was up for that. I okay sure, but I've got the cat on my lap stretched out. I'm in the middle of an email that's kind of important. It's got to be sent. It involves coordinating a meeting for a party. Um, so I said, yeah, I just, just have to finish this. Uh, and so there is hesitation. And she said, oh, I, I can go on my own. I said, well, but this parking is hard. And I said, oh, well, okay. Have you got the Green P app on your phone? Because I know I put it on her phone uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but I haven't used it. So I said, oh, it's okay. You just do this and showed her on mine. And then I realized, no, it's better she does it on hers. Well, of course, it's not set up. She has green pea, and they say, well, we need a confirmation cord. For, for, you know, we have to send you a confirmation to your cell number. So she's got to enter that, do the confirmation. I think she puts in the wrong number. It doesn't. And so starting the process over again. And all, meanwhile, I can see she's getting a little impatient. Like, I don't want to be doing this now. I want to be at this street market in Leslieville. And I said, well, it's okay. I'll, I'll take you. And she said, no, no, it's okay. And we do that back and forth, which we've done. I, I'm letting you in on some secrets here within our marriage again. Pornalco would just be so annoyed at me if she knew, but I'm. She won't know because she won't listen. And and basically, I mean, I'm I'm putting the blame on myself. It's not that I'm finding fault with her. My goodness. But she could tell was getting a little frustrated, and she said, "No, never mind. You got the cat in your lap. You know. Well, yeah, but no, I can move the cat. That's okay." I just have to finish this email, and meanwhile, she said, never mind, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just go. I said, well, no, I'll, I'll go, and it, it kind of went back and forth, and this has happened before, and the problem is, if I had jumped right at the beginning, sure, let me let me drive you, that's no problem at all, and just done that, and not even allowed the just a minute part, I've got to finish this, or, you know, have you, have you got the app on your phone, all the other interferences that just get in the way of a smooth decision all my fault and the thing is i mean i you know i have to do say a little bit of my defense she is a little impatient and and uh what do you call somebody who just wants to act you know on the moment um it's, it wasn't spontaneous but just well impatient i guess and it ended with me at the front door reaching for my plastic leg <laughs> to strap on while she's closing the front door of her car and backing out of the driveway. And I felt terrible after. I felt, damn it, Ken. Like, why didn't you handle that better? And I, I don't know why I'm sharing it with you, except I'm always trying to be truthful here. And I just hope, wish fucking other people, more other people would be, open up a little, you know. I mean, people are. Uh, people are. I, I take that back. People are. <sighs> but I, I'm, I'm just, I'm frustrated with myself. I, hear, I mean, here I am, content. The sun is shining. I'm on the deck. I had you kill my lap for a minute until I tried to move and she got angry and spit at me and jumped off. Uh, and I said, not you too. Uh, anyway, such is life. And you think, we've been th through this before. Why haven't I learned? Why is it repeating itself as pattern? Why haven't I learned to plumb the depths? Is, is that right? Like of, of Naoko or her Japanese way of doing things? Like I should have just known and made it easy and said, sure, grab the keys, let's go. Um, would have been the right thing to do, would have been the better thing to do. Um, but I didn't, and I, I feel kind of shitty about it. And uh, 
So instead of all this stuff that I thought was really important last night that I shared with John, big ideas for the future, oh my God, um, I'm just going to sit on that for a little while longer. It, it, of course, it was because I was high. And when you get high, you get these lofty ideas and dreams and visions. So what I'm going to do is go back to my book on, um, remember the book I bought, Go See the Movie in Your Head? Um, Psychologist shows the way to look inside your most secret self. So I'm going to work on that, see if I can get anything from this damn book, and uh, come back to you next week, and who knows what I'll have to share then. So this is a Scarborough dude on a Sunday afternoon. It turned into a rather pleasant day. I do hope uh, my dear wife finds a place to park and has a nice day wandering around. I, I already texted an apology, but uh, she won't see that till she gets home, I'm sure. Signing off. God damn it, eh? <laughs> I am just so slow to learn sometimes. Bye for now.